Welcome to Bass Live, everybody. Well, good Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a great one, man. It's so cool this time of year. Uh, Rich, I love this time of year. It's like you can hear you hear the birds chirping yeah. a little extra. Yeah. Spring's coming. Yep. I know it's slow up in this part of the country, but uh, I know the guys are already jacking them all over the south. And uh, it's, it's coming our way. Love it. Love sure. it. Tournament trails are up and running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh it like you're saying the that spring is it's right on the horizon you can feel it you know riding down you know riding in the car in the in the late afternoon you can you can feel the sun getting beat through yeah. your windows and it warming up and it's making you think man what's it doing to that shallow water you know <laughs> is it clear enough yet we know what start, it's doing yeah. we know what it's doing yeah. to that shallow water <laughs> that's right the, the sun's getting up earlier staying up late it's springtime and i love it you guys are going to be on the road here uh to the elite tournaments, but we've got yeah. an open champ that's coming on mm -hmm. uh, with us. Jeremiah Kindy won on big time uh, with uh, with techniques that man haven't been winning that much in in recent times. It's all about forward facing sonar, so we've uh, we're getting a little bit old school with that, and uh, look forward to it. But I did hear an interesting uh, tidbit of information before we bring Jeremiah on, which we're going to do uh, shortly. The number one lure in fishing right now have any idea what it is i do ping and a minnow yes specifically the crush city freeloader crush city freeloader uh, the crush yep. city freeloader is is the number one they also are holding like the the top five selling lures in dick sporting goods across the land right now too they're crushing it um guys i they're probably hard to get a hold of mm -hmm. right now but we've got a few. Yeah, we've well, got hey, a few. You get a free one if you sign up for a free pack. If you sign up for Bass U during the scene red promo right now, come on. We Good got we, we got you guys uh, watching us over on social. Like and share the feed when and listen close because we're going to be giving away some cool prizes from Cortland Fishing Line. I see a couple Rapala DT sixes. I see some Tokyo rigs and uh, some TH Marine lens cleaner uh for your uh for your graphs which of course we all desperately need now that with all this forward facing stuff i'm cleaning my graphs all the time now. right right so uh without any further ado let's bring him on we've got a champ with us he won big and uh it was fun to watch it was exciting to see the the battle um on the bass opens uh and he's with us now jeremiah kendy the champ of the bass open lake Wachita. how are you doing buddy Man, I couldn't be much better. How about y'all? <laughs> We're doing great. I mean, uh, it was fun to watch you. Uh, we we have been staring at the backs of guys while looking at their sonar screen for the last year and a <laughs> half or so. Really cool to see somebody getting old school. God, no. You said you was going to give some DT6s away. I think I'm going to sign up for that. I like that stuff. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, let's take us through this. Uh, this was a this was on Lake Wachita, and uh, are, are you're no stranger to Lake Wachita, right? You you uh, are you a guide on this lake, or you got a lot of experience down there? We got a frozen Jeremiah Kendi. See if we can get him to go out and come back. Yeah, in. we'll probably let him go out and come back in. In the meantime, um, 
what what else do we got? Yeah, it was just amazing that uh, Jocelyn uh, just talking with the guys at uh, at Rapala and Crush City that they are you know after that big win uh, on MLF um, they have they're just sold out. They're sold I out know, across I just the went board. On and- there's not a single freeloader in stock. Not a single freeloader in stock. They're they're crushing it. <laughs> they're crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. So uh we're we've got uh what we've got a lot going on at Bashy. We just got done our seminars as you as you guys know, and we're gonna be releasing um all of our new seminars, which are all a lot of them are forward-facing sonar-based. We've had a lot of really interesting uh seminars, how guys are using old school fishing uh with the new technology to do really well and win tournaments big a lot of shallow water stuff it was fun um it was fun for me to uh to hear some stuff from uh hunter shryock who uh he said some pretty monumental things this year rich how he's going shallow he's not changing right right he's not changing no matter what and uh i was interested in that because we had um we had the guys that won Rayburn last week and, uh, they, um, they were going down the bank. They said that, uh, areas that they haven't been able to fish for years, uh, were available, were wide open to fish. And that's because the forward facing, you know, crew is being pulled off the bank. Uh, you know, I wonder, is it going to, is it going to change? You know, everybody thinks it's going to be the year forward facing this year. I think I don't know. There's a couple things that you know that that are going to have to happen if we want to, you know, at the tour level start seeing fishing tournaments again, not live scope tournaments again. And one of those things, uh, I actually, I bumped into what you know a friend of our show and a friend of Bass U, uh, Brian Schmidt. We we were talking last week, and um, one of the ways that if you want to bring back some old school fishing to the to the tour level events and get coverage on that, you got to fish some rivers. You got to fish some tidal bodies of water. That's, that's, you know, one of the, and of course, Brian wants to go fish a river surprise, surprise. But, um, you know, that's one way that if, uh, if you want to see some down and dirty, shallow water vegetation style of fishing, you got to get back to get back to those things. So bass, if you're listening, come on back up to the Chesapeake, come on back up to the Delaware (laughs) Hudson river. Yeah. Hudson. Come on. How cool would it be for another elite event on the Delaware? I'd love it. I will say their tourism. They're very nice people. <laughs> I want an open. I want. I don't want no elite on the Delaware River. Yeah. We want an. We want an open. Yeah. Yeah. An open. We, I need, want, we need the Dean back in the classic, baby. Come I want. On. I want to. <laughs> I want to jump in that Derby Bassmaster Open. In Hudson July. River, Connecticut River. <laughs> I'm, you know what? It's it's interesting. Is the I guess it's the MLF guys are going to be fishing the uh, the discharges from Lake Gaston. Yeah. That river system. Mm-hmm. The tidal section there. Oh yeah. Um. The Choan. Yeah. Yeah. That's supposed to be powerhouse Big body bags. of water. Dirty 30s all the time. In yeah. tides. Yeah. Yep. We don't yep. get to see that much except for maybe on the St. John's. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks like we got Jeremiah back. We do. We uh, Do we have the champ? Do we have the champ with signal? It's a little. A little. A little spot. I see a big smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, welcome to uh, welcome to live television. <laughs> That's right. Are you guys excited for the elite start? Well, I was thinking. I feel like our whole message board is is uh yeah. Let's get let's yeah. get our let's get our picks in. I mean, we got we got um, 
Mr. What, what's the Mr. Fantasy Fishing for Bass <laughs> University? Dude, we got is, over 500 people. What? Oh, my to gosh. Take me down. I'm getting a little nervous here, but when did we have to have our picks in by? Before the before the tournament. Well, well I mean, is it I like think you're gonna have to it, show us? <laughs> is it like midnight? The, I, I'm the, not. There's a little time clock on there that shows you like when you gotta when you gotta submit your picks to the bucket. I think is what they call it. But mm -hmm. um, I'll show you after this. I, you guys gotta hop in, man. We got. Yeah, we gotta get this dialed in. Last time I checked, we had over 500 people in there. Put a put a link on the, on the chat room. I'll throw I'll throw a, a link in the in the chat board. Everyone can join in. But while we're waiting for Jeremiah, he looks like he's on the move, trying to get some better connection. Uh, who do you guys got winning on the on Toledo here? Mm, man. That's a, got quiet. That's it a, got quiet. It's a great question. I got my I, pick. Who, who's your pick? Let's hear I'm, your. I'm going hack dog. Ah. Are we surprised? He's, yeah. How is how is that's a great pick. He's a, he's he's got a great history yep. on Toledo. That he does. But man, is is it going to be a forward facing yeah, deal? But, but look how he ended the season last year, man. He was busting their heads, chasing with a little minnow around. Hag's yeah. got it dialed in. He's ready to rock and. I think he's going to come out on top. Uh. Our subscriber coach said Lee Livesey. Lee's a good yeah. pick, too. Lee's a good he's pick a for the for next the first, two events. He's a threat for the first and two, for sure. Blake Bailey said Milliken. Well, yeah. That would be crazy if it's, he won out of his first tournament. Yeah, if you look at the fantasy fishing and look at, you know, it shows you the percentage of people that are picking. Ben Milliken's got, like, in his pool, he's got, like, 40% of the people picking him, which is oh, pretty yeah. crazy. The, yeah, the percentage. What bucket is he in? B, bucket B. Okay. Yep. That's pretty high bucket up. A. Do you have your roster set yet, Justin? Yeah, I do. What do you? What, what's your roster look like? I'll I'll tell you right now. So Hackney's my first pick. Um. Then I got Milliken. Then I got Seth. Then I got Zaldane, and then I got Soakup. Ooh. That's my lineup right there. Wow. Zaldane could be dangerous yep. in these and first two as well. Yeah. I went with Zaldane, and I went with Soakup on last one. Man, Revenge Torn. He's He's proven to be deadly with forward facing. So uh I was trying to pick the the best guy in that. What's the strat pool. what's the strategy on like Hackney is a great pick. Yeah. But like probably thirty or forty percent of the people I, are picking him. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now, Pete. I think you want to try and, you know, pick guys that not everybody is picking, which mm -hmm. my first two picks aren't great for that. But <laughs> I mean Hackney's got like 20%, I would say, but that so, first the group A is stacked. I mean, there's so you'll score more points if you pick a low percentage guy yes. and he wins. Yeah, yep. yeah, because less people are, are picking him. So every you only get one lineup. So if you're in whatever five different leagues and you have say you pick, you know, the top percentage guys in every pool, well, and they all do good. Well, a lot of people are gonna have that similar picks as you so you're not really gonna make that much headway unless you pick like an underdog that does good that's what do type you of win that's well, a great question you're in charge of prizes points oh we we give prizes. <laughs> yeah we're giving away the prizes <laughs> for the winners we're gonna i get we're gonna extend your bash university so, subscription one year we are gonna hook you up with some bash university hat t-shirts lying around we're gonna. We've got. We've got uh, just a bunch of stuff laying around. We got set free, We're gonna put freeloaders in that yep. bag. 
we we're gonna we're gonna come so, up with a good prize. Yeah, right now the overall winner I have they get a annual membership and a plus a prize pack. So you know, a hat, some baits and stuff like that. Like I said, if it's gotta come from my personal collection, so be it. But <laughs> your I'm, personal uh, collection. We yeah. need we Beatles need closet. Yeah, we That's we right. need we need to actually we should do that today. We need to put this uh yeah. this prize together yep. and get an image of it i've Keurig. got some things i've got yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> i mean i was i don't know what we want to do because we have 500 people we could do like a three-month membership for each winter but that's eight <laughs> that's <laughs> charles and chicken red so <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me we'll give it all away it yeah. no justin's yeah. just like here's more work looks like, <laughs> looks like we got do jeremiah back right, and his see. connection's yeah. a little better now how about it how about it now? <laughs> we got you now. We got you now. It seems like you have found some some good uh, clean connection. Are you are you still close to Lake Wachita? Because Ronnie Moore and and Stetson Blaylock made mention to how horrible the signal can be out on out <laughs> on Wachita. Is, well, I'm actually close to the house. I'm at I'm on a construction site working right now. <laughs> okay <laughs> well hey we appreciate you uh shutting down for a little bit and, and talking to us man that's awesome i'm glad to celebrate this great win with you and uh but we were i was talking you, you have a you've got a little bit of background on lake wachita i've got a little bit i mean it goes as far back as i caught my first fish on a jig there you know i've been wow. there my whole i've spent every weekend there growing up um you know, live 45 minutes from it. So when this showed up on the schedule, you were licking your chops. You're like, man, I'm taking a week off. We're going after this thing. <laughs> I honestly didn't sign up at first. Honestly. Really? Because, well, I know how hard the opens are to get in. And, and it's so hard to beat them guys. They're so good. And I was just happy that an event like that was coming to Washita, And I was just happy to watch it. And I had a friend that got in, so he said, man, they're still not full. So I paid my money and didn't expect to get in and got in. Man, that's that's fantastic. Last-minute oh, entry. Uh, that, well, I got to ask you this. Now, you've got you got to enter the rest of the tournaments in your division now. Did you get into the others? We're in. Awesome. Classic bound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Is is this your first Bassmaster Classic? It is, yes, sir. Yep. Wow how how awesome, man! That's uh that's a thrill of a lifetime. Oh, I just had chill bumps, man. I mean, lifelong dream. I just I can't wait. I just can't wait. I just heard it got announced. Did you see it's going to be at Ray Roberts? I did see that. Yep. I talked to the director this morning and. He was giving me some rules on what what to do and what not to do already. So, uh, yeah, I seen that. You're you're the second guy. You're the second guy in, right? It's you and Scott Martin. You got that's <laughs> that's that's pretty good company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely to uh, even be in the same sentence as Scott. That's uh really pretty special. It really is. Man, well, uh, are are. Ray Roberts is right down the street. Generally, I mean, it's uh, it, it's, it's not probably, you know you can you can get there in, in less than a day. That's going to afford you a lot of time to get down there and look around. Have you ever fished there before? I've never fished there. I've fished a lot of the surrounding area, but uh, never on Ray Roberts. Gotcha. 
Well, it's going to be uh, – it'll be an awesome event, awesome classic. I wish you the best in uh, in getting out there and trying to – trying to get that done that would be that would be a cinderella story uh and i hope it happens but this was too this was pretty impressive uh and and one of the things that uh man we, we i guess come right out of the gate with how how in the world did you put the beat down on all the forward facing guys oh my gosh well first i want to say if it wasn't for forward facing i may not win this tournament you know because three-fourths of the field was out there chasing them and that left so much stuff open for me and I could I never had people in my way I never was like dead gummit I can't fish that stretch because someone's on it you know so that that is really the reason I believe I won that's that's amazing because we were just talking to the guys that won uh down on uh Rayburn and they said the same thing they were they were driving past areas they hadn't they're like, we can never on a, on a weekend, we can never get on that spot. And they're open now. Exactly. 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 It was just meant to be. And all this, I mean, hey, man, I live scope. I, I live scope big time. I did it all in practice looking for something, right? For sure. But uh, I knew them guys are so dadgum good. I knew if I was going to win, if I had a chance, I had to do it my way. And that's with fishing grass with treble hook baits. Right, and and that's uh, it looked like lipless crankbait to me. What were you throwing? So I was throwing a uh, the the old XR seventy five booyah, mm -hmm. right? You know you can't get them. Mm -hmm. uh, I threw a deep little in. I only caught one of my keepers on the deep little in. It was the first one of the tournament though, in the first five minutes. And uh, a duo realis. I don't even know what they call it. I. But it was like a three quarter ounce as well. The a three quarter. What was the duo? Was that a lipless too? It was a lipless as well. And I would throw it when I had horrible conditions for throwing a lipless, like slick, calm, sunny, stuff like that. And when the wind would blow, I would pick up that booyah and you know one knocker and go to work with it. Why is the boo? Why why on Wachita Man, is that booyah so effective? It's unbelievable. It's just, I don't know. It's like a magnet to them. They just love it. You could see it. Like, they had it choked. Yeah. I mean, it Look was gone. Look at that thing, man. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Beat up. <laughs> so, that, so that one that uh, is up right now, I don't know if everybody can see it. but Yeah, they can. All right. So I lost that, that XR75 the last morning before I made a cast. Like what? my hand just stopped working and I dropped it in the lake. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> holy yeah. crap! So a lot of things happened for me to win that tournament, but that. So then I had the duo on as well for the calm conditions, and I just kept it in my hand. That's why, I, like almost all the footage was that duo, because I didn't have my favorite Raven Red old one. I don't have anymore. That was it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, man. Did you think for a second I'm I got to go in after it? <laughs> man i swear i almost did like it was i had it up to the surface i only had two rods on my deck i had it to the surface twice with my other rod and i just lost oh. it. <laughs> uh, oh oh you needed someone like rich in the boat with you rich been in he'd have man. been right in after it <laughs> i needed him i needed him <laughs> the worst sure. nightmare right there think about I it mean, i mean I, last day of the classic i, I mean the the open and 
lose your favorite bait right off yeah. the bat. Oh. A <laughs> oh my God, your heart must have sunk through the Florida boat. Gosh, it, it was nuts, man. It was just crazy, crazy weekend for sure. Well, that back to this rod. You know where? Have you gone looking for it again? Like now that the tournament's over, have we captured this rod yet? <laughs> Man, I had to come straight back to work. I work for a living, so no. But I, <laughs> I don't really even care about the rod. I love the rod, and it's a brand-new reel, but I want my dadgum one-knocker back. You yeah. Know? Heck this yeah. continued booyah. I'll right. be throwing a DD-22 there next, this weekend, probably trying to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I have no doubt, Drag man. the bottom with a hook, with like a, a treble hook or something. Like right. Or big magnets. Yeah. And start ripping it across the bottom. <laughs> Maybe you can get one of the excavators from your construction site out there and, and yeah. get working on this project. Hey, I got to do something. I mean, that thing <laughs> works a lot, so, you know. <laughs> was is this a this a half ounce or a three quarter ounce model three quarter it's the 75 yeah that's the that's the magic one right the three quarter oh ounce. man so a lot of guys like the half but i throw three quarter on wash that's all i throw is that because of the depth or or is that size of the bait important what do you think i think it's both i think it gets a bigger bite because of the size of the bait it's a pretty good size bait really and uh and just the it just stays in the right zone when you're reeling it, you know. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like like we were saying, it was you know it, when they were biting these things for you, you know you're on the right pattern when you when that bait is disappeared deep inside the fish's mouth, you know. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, some of them were bleeding. I was scared <laughs> I was going to lose fish. You know, it was that that awesome. Yep. You did. You scared me a little bit. Uh, boat flipping some of those fish, man. <laughs> well, the first day I had a three and a half pounder I had, I was bellying and it jumped out of my hands and I was like, I'm done with this crap. I'm either going to get them in or I'm not, I'm not. Cause it was so cold, man. It was hard to get down and get them. And yeah, I just, when they had it good, I just swung them in, you know, man. Oh man. So you, you had one in your hand, throw the bait and jump out and lose them. Oh yeah. The first day should have been a really really big stringer like for real uh, I, I had opportunities to what what took what took place what would uh or what went wrong i'm sorry i just got a call you got me yep, we yeah got you. yeah yeah i had a really really great opportunity the first day to have a really good stringer but but it, it all worked out well what what uh what went wrong what what happened well, like, I, so the first day, the only fish I caught in the tournament on forward facing was the first day. I caught a 5-6, my biggest of the tournament. I was throwing my trap down a grass edge and just seen it sitting on the outside edge of the grass and caught it, right? So I was like, golly. So then after that, I lost a big one on it. And I think it was the same type of fish, you know, a good fish. And I lost three more that day. I had hooked up on a trap that would have made coals for me. So it could have been awesome. Wow. So when you were, so you were using this bait, uh, with forward facing sonar too. You weren't like switching, switching baits. Right. So, well, I actually caught that on a Kitex swim bait, the, the big one. Oh, the, I got the, you. Yep. So I would keep it laid out. And if I seen one just floating there, I would throw at it for sure. And that was mainly on calm conditions, but when the wind would blow, I'd just turn my dad gun forward facing off and just go fish, you know? Yeah, and and those fish, I saw you talking about it a little bit, like uh, 
I saw rock veins or rock outcroppings seem to be a big target mm -hmm. for you. Yeah, yeah, it's just key little places where them females first come and they're close to deep water, most of them, to where they can slide in and out, you know, depending on conditions. And I just got a bunch of places over the years that are just short little spots like that. What 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 is that? Take me. Is it a a, a rock vein? Is it a place where the rocks have broken apart? What what is that habitat? It can be a lot of things. It could be a just a small little high spot with rock on it. It could be on the a lot of the good ones are like on the side of cuts leading into bays, side of points. Um. And they're all made a little bit different, but it all has to do with rock and grass and stumps. That's the that's the three deals. And that and that rock breaks up the grass. And yep. uh and that's you know, that's where they're setting up, I guess. Yep. They can I mean they can feel comfortable on the rock or slide right out into the grass. What well, was was it was it warming? Was that what was causing these fish to pull up or it seemed like it was cold? It was the perfect storm, though. So we had two warm days right before the event, right? Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, it just it's happened so perfect. It warmed all them rocks up, okay? So it didn't matter how cold it got overnight. Them, that shallow water was going to be warmer than the water out from it. So they would get up about, you know, close to them and heated up rocks. Gotcha. And all them boys were out on the outside edge of the grass throwing throwing little jig head minnows and and you were jacking them with a with a lipless that that's pretty cool man it's so awesome yeah that's that was the program for sure well um let's take in well what was the water temperature by the way we were talking about that how it got warmer what what are we dealing with i seen temperatures between 47 up all up to 52 okay at the end of the tournament the main body of the lake was like 47 where i was at and yeah that's it's that's old yeah, yeah that's lipless time yeah that, that is lipless temperatures were yeah. were how many of the guys that do you even know like uh it, i i did see some other guys seem to be using some you know old school kind of strategies but of the of the guys in the top 10 were were you the only one were the other guys all forward no. facing i know matt that came in second he was definitely utilizing a jerk bait and he was throwing a booyah one knocker as well uh i think some of his key fish came on that um the guy in third i believe caught some on chatterbait and shallow run crankbaits up in the rivers oh wow yeah first second of, third i think man i could be wrong on that but i know for a fact <laughs> there was another one in the top 10 that wasn't utilizing forward facing yeah. so there were three out of the 10 the rest of them were all out there the other seven. Well, that's seventy percent of the field making the top ten using that technology. But I guarantee you, there's seventy-five percent of the people probably watching this are cheering that you want yeah. it the way you want it. You know, yeah. I know <laughs> it's crazy. I've had so many phone calls. Uh, people like some of my old buddies calling tackle warehouse and stuff, trying to get one knockers, and they're sold out and stuff just for like watch call. It's like crazy. I mean. It's like blast from the past. Yeah. Well, do, do they, I mean, what's the latest version? Do they make a new version of that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, man, most of that stuff I think is all in your head about 
you know, this bait's better than that or whatever. It's mm -hmm. I've caught so many fish. Like I'll use that particular one in the tournaments, but I'll practice with the new ones and just rip them on it. You know, it's just probably all in your head. Yeah. Well, kind of like old wiggle warts, you know, I was a big time wiggle wart guy for a long, long time. And I catch them on the new ones just as good as I do the old ones. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Uh, yep. I love so do I, but I also never threw the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love the new the new wig warts. I use them all the time. Absolutely. But, well, take us through your gear a little bit. Like you were you were both flipping these guys. Like uh, some of them were pretty darn big. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not ten pound testies rocking. What? Well, right. take us take us through your gear. Well, I kind of hate to give that part away, but I will. I'll give it away. So, most everybody, when they throw a trap, they throw a big line, right? Whatever. Ripping it out of grass and fishing rock. and So, I throw 10 and 12 is all I throw. Period. What? 10 and 12. And there's a reason for that madness. It keeps it in a different zone. It mm. keeps it down. It keeps it bumping them rocks. It keeps it down. And they won't, when the water temperature is that cold, they will not come up and eat it you have to put it on them so when it warms up you can go to 15 or 20 pound test it don't even matter like in march right but this time of year light line long cast if you watched it on live you'll see me pumping my rod waiting till i start burning it in just different stuff to get a reaction i noticed that i noticed you were you were dropping it almost yo-yoing it at times that's right that's exactly right yeah what's the What's the biggest reasoning to choose from a one knocker to a traditional, you know, lipless style bait with the, with the, you know, Man, I don't really know what the science is to it, but something about that one knocking sound in cold water is just better. They bite it better. I mean, I don't even know why, like I can't explain it, but just from going so out there and testing both mm -hmm. stuff, both of them, they just bite it better. So as it warms, you start to make that Absolutely. transition towards the gotcha. – That's right. That's what I do personally. Well, I – You're a big trap guy, Pete. What's your take on that? I, well, I, I'll tell you in a second. But my if I'd have known you were swinging three and four pounders on 10-pound test <laughs> – <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having a heart attack now. I want to go back and rewatch it. I'm like – 10 pound test that's 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 marginal <laughs> what about your hooks what kind of hooks were you running all right so on the duo i run the stock hooks till they get dull which i was changing my hooks five or six times a day you know and i throw a mustad i'd like the triple grip kvd hooks like everybody loves and uh that i throw a gamagatsu round bend on the back number two and a kvd on the front the triple grip so so if they eats it good i got him hooked real good if he just nips it i got that round bend in the back just to catch him you know mixing right. mixing styles i yeah. like it yeah number two yeah. style that number two is a pretty big hook that's a, it it's big but i mean yeah. you're ripping that bait really fast and when it hits them it hits them pretty hard right did you say it's a number two in the front as well yep so yep. you're yeah. number twos sure. one's hmm. triple grip and you got hmm. you got thread of 10 pound test thread on there <laughs> and uh <laughs> what, what's your rod and reel that you're using so i i use a denali it's a medium heavy seven i believe it's a seven 
three medium heavy cranking rod and mm-hmm. that's what that's what i throw it on what about the gear ratio was that did that matter to you that's very important as well i throw a six four to one low gear yes low Man, gear, low that, gear is, is light line low hey low and slow until i mean or whatever till about march and then you can do your seven to ones eight mm-hmm. to ones whatever yeah, I guess it is, Justin. Like a a six eight, I think is like the standard gear ratio. That's and once you get below I, that, you're you're slowing down. Nah. And the six gear was standard. <laughs> I all my reels are six gear besides my flipping and frogging. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, maybe I need to. Yeah. I'm not changing. Whatever. Six I feel like any more seven one to one is or seven three to one whatever. It's. I thought like that was standard, high speed. But, but. Well. Now they got they got like 10 one to one. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like rocket speed. And you lose all your power though with that. Yes, you do. Well, well, you're you're going low and slow. You could see I could see you working that bait down through there and uh and and triggering that strike. But yeah, I don't know about your question to me on the the one knocker versus I don't really have a, a philosophy other than I do I I have the both sounds going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I'm out fishing that pattern, you know, I want I want the one I've got the three. I've got the one knocker style, the the standard. Mm-hmm. And then I I've been playing around a lot with the silent mm-hmm. uh bait. Have have you played around with that? I've been dabbling with it a little bit and it definitely has its place. What's it what's its place for you? Kind of the same conditions I was dealt with the first day of the tournament. Like mm-hmm. I didn't try it that day, but that's the day I would probably try to use it. Because you didn't want you want it kind of to sneak up on them, you know what I mean, and get a reaction by it. Right. So S- slicker, con- you know, slicker conditions. But, That's you right. Know, bluebird. Yep. So this red color was a big deal. Um, was that condition based, or like if the sun came out, did you change or? Hundred percent, all conditions. So I throw red when I have wind or clouds, hmm. and. I throw like a brown or orange type mix when it's sunny. Okay. That's good. It also also does seem like the brown and oranges to me work a little bit better until the fish actually hardcore start staging. Then red dominates, I think. Interesting. Well, I know we got some IMs, Justin. I'm going to get ready to throw it to you when you're ready. But uh, a lot of a lot of people are watching at home and and loving this and fascinated with it uh, because the forward facing sonar is dominating. We're I mean we're about to head down to Texas and I I I wonder I wonder if some <laughs> of the old school strategies are going to be successful down there. What do you think? It could definitely happen. I mean, that's where the trap become famous. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see. I know all the guys' boats that we're looking at are—they uh, have four or five transducers on them. So I know, I know what they're planning on doing, but but we'll see. What do you got for us, Justin? Uh, a couple people just want you to dive in more on like your setup with the sound and vibration. Like you said, like so, when do you stop throwing that one knocker? And uh, we also have a couple questions about how you set your how you're setting your drag when you're throwing that light line like 10 pound test are you are you locking it down still or are you giving it some okay leeway there i got you so like on the the first part of that question was say again 
Like when are you? When do you stop throwing that one knocker and decide? Oh, uh, you. you mentioned it a little bit, but so that so it's partly water temperature. I would say when the water temperature is steadily above fifty, you know, like steadily, and I think more fish are coming into actual stage. That's when I swap to more rattling type sounds. I like so like I base it on like if I'm think I'm in like a winter pattern, I'm one knocking. If I'm in a stage in spring, I go with the the rattle. Gotcha. And then what about that that drag setup? What are you doing? Locking that that drag down and swinging them in. Lock her down and horse them in and just chunk them in there. No, I do. I do do keep it pretty tight, seriously. Um, If one really train wrecks me at the boat, then he can pull just barely a little bit of drag out. But I try to hit the fish a little bit, and then I back my drag off just so if he makes a hard run. But when he, I get him close to the boat, and you could see it on live, and he makes a dive, I push my button, and I thumb my spool. That's what that, I do. Nice. That's I good. see a lot, of, a lot of guys doing that. You can hear that all the time, guys hitting their, hitting their bar and, and clicking it when they're fighting those guys. Yeah. Uh, little, well, little. Think about it. We had ice till noon the last day. In, in our reels so man it, it's hard to trust anything but my thumb which i shouldn't have trusted it that morning i guess but dropping rods and whatnot but, yeah. <laughs> wow man, that I really see. was cold like, like yeah. that's stuff that we're used to fishing in pete I, <laughs> yeah. it yeah. uh that's cold water fishing right there or cold you know cold air temperature fishing at least i mean did did you have to take any uh, action, any any reel or rod lubricant or anything to keep the ice out? Man, I normally am prepared for that stuff, and I have spray and all that. And I guess I was just so overwhelmed with all the stuff in my head, I completely forgot it. So I was iced up so bad. Like, it was horrible. Man, man. So you're just having to dip your rod the whole time. Absolutely, like every five casts that morning. Wow. So take take me through that morning. When you were going out on that day, were you um you were you had the lead going into the the final day? Um were you nervous? Were you were you well you threw your rod in, so <laughs> I don't it was really a weird weekend. I had some kind of weird peace about the whole tournament. Like I wasn't worried, I wasn't stressed. Right. It was just I felt at home, I felt comfortable. I don't know. It felt like a, I was fishing a local, just regular event. I felt great. Now, I was emotional. I was a train wreck that morning. Like, I cried like a baby. Just all kinds of all kinds of crap went through my head, you know. But but as far as the fishing part, I had no worries about it. Even the second day, I think, at noon, I had zero. But it didn't even bother me. Like, I just, it was another day fishing. It was weird. Wow, so you, you got emotional. Uh, oh, my gosh, did I? What? Well, see, <laughs> my kid and wife left me a note in my boat, okay? So I opened the storage up, and there it is, staring me in the face, and my cameraman seen it. And you know that's their job to bring out all the goods. <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he shined on it, and he was like, what is that? And, oh, my gosh, you know, just all the support and, man. Can you, can you tell us what the note said? Well, my son drew me fishing with two big fish on my on one line, I think, or something. But 
and then she it's just i love you good luck stuff and all that man that's yeah. power that's powerful stuff well uh, y'all gotta know we can't do any of this crap without support and be successful so if it's not for them i'm not even fishing the tournament so man they sent you out to win i think <laughs> that's that's pretty that's amazing so you're you're uh you're feeling good and connected with your family and you're going out and uh how did it how did it go did it take you a long time to get bit on the last day did you did you did it happen right away it might have been quicker but i dropped my rod right so <laughs> that took a minute or two and i i'm not a hundred percent but i think it was seven cast i caught a three six Oof. that yeah. that that really helps you settle settle down it kind of set the tone you know it was uh i went in a lull after that but but i knew i had that one and i was like oh all i gotta do is get four more bites all day i'm good yeah man well that's because that's a tough thing to overcome because i can put myself in that same when i get dialed in on a bait like that and then i lose it oh, or it breaks gosh. i mean it, it's hard to overcome that i know it is i mean you might have better baits in your box that you but to you it that's the one you need you know so yeah that's the, well you did an amazing job overcoming that and uh and, and getting that win. When did you, did you know, was there a period during the day where you're like, all right, that, that one will do it. No way. No way. I caught, I fished my guts out to the last till I, I think I caught one two or three months before I checked in. There was a three and a half pounder. Wow. Yeah. So how about then? So you're going to the way and you're like, I have a shot, right? That had to be going through your mind, right? Well, I I told myself if I caught 15 pounds, I at least had a chance. Mm -hmm. But I thought I needed 20 to like, for for kind of for sure, you know, get it done. Because them guys catch them, man. I mean, that's a dadgum battle out there against them guys. No kidding. Yeah, that's a big field too. You would did would you have 200 boats out there? 200 something like plus. That. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's a that's a giant field. So you're coming in, but when you check in, then are are you getting like text messages from your wife like uh you're you're projected to be in the lead or did you did Man, somebody tip you off? I had my phone in the storage and I didn't even look at it. But uh <laughs> my cat actually once you're checked in, then you can do whatever, right? So he said, Do you want to know? And I said, Yeah. And yeah. he said the last we checked, but so no, that's official, right? But right, the last we checked, you were leading by six pounds, 11 ounces. You want to talk about the monkey falling off of my back? <laughs> oh, yeah, crazy. Good gosh, that's awesome. I, what you, was the final margin again? I truly don't even know. I don't even know what my total was. I think it was like 52 pounds, but I don't. I truly don't know. Yeah. Where um going into this thing, like did you have like uh in your head like what you thought it was gonna take to to win? And if you did, how you know, how close was the actual winning weight to what you thought it would take? I thought sixteen pounds a day would win on average. So it took a little bit more than that, but that's what I thought. Well, that was uh that was great, great tournament, great, well executed. Everybody thinks that when you win, like everything goes your way. But I so often we get the winners on 
and it's like I dropped my rod in the lake or, you know, crazy stuff. I lost a fish jumping over my hand. It, it, it's it's about it's when it's going to happen. It's it's almost like you can't stop it. Yep, it was kind of crazy. My old, my old buddy Suggs, you know, we used to fish team tournaments and whatnot together. And he texted me the night before the, the final. And he said, good luck tomorrow. And I told him I appreciate it. I just, I need it. I need the luck. And he said, if you're going to win, you can't mess it up. And he was right. Wow. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, for that's, sure. that's the great Scott Suggs you're talking about. <laughs> Well, I don't know how great he is. <laughs> uh, he's, he's great. We like Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty exciting. So now you've got to go fish two tournaments. This is pretty cool. Like, you've got the classic in the bag, and you can just go have fun and try to win. What What are the next two tournaments you got? So I go to Logan Martin in May, and uh, like you follow Oklahoma in June. Okay. Yeah. You, you do you know those bodies of water? I've been on Logan one day, just for some deal when I was up there for a like a FLW championship or something, and I just went over there for a day. And then I think you fall out. I went for a regional last year for a BFL regional and spent some time. So I'm looking forward to that one. That that's awesome. And uh, and then I guess you got to move down to Ray Roberts until the cutoff. Golly, man, ain't that something? I'm gonna. <laughs> That's so cool. You you're you you're close enough, and you have all this time to prepare. Uh, are you are you gonna are you gonna prepare a lot? You gonna make some trips down there, or are you a guy that doesn't like to do that? Well, on this particular one, I will definitely. I I got to check and see the off limits deal and all that. I don't know about it, but. We've already planned our spring break trip around that, going down there and practicing, me and the boys and the wife. Oh, that's awesome. That's yep. really cool. How, how old are your boys? 18 and 14. Oh, man. Are they fishermen too? Yeah. Matter of fact, my 14's got a uh, school tournament on boat captain on Saturday on Hamilton. Oh, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, it's a one man. You guys got a lot of boats down there. You have you gonna get? Is it one of those five hundred boat high school events? Oh, just lost the audio uh, there. We just we just lost your audio, sure Jeremiah. Happened. Somebody try to call you again. We we could see your lips moving. Are are you back with us? Oh, we lost the audio. Well, cool let's thing. try to uh, drop him and bring him back in just to uh, get his audio. Back. Yeah, that was uh, what a cool story. What a great win, you know? Yeah, yeah. Are you back there with us? Well, no deal. We'll kick him and. Yep. Well, I tell you what, that we're going to take a quick commercial break. See yep. if we can get Jeremiah back. And uh, if you're watching over on social, like and share the feed. I hope you were paying attention because we got a lot of details on his, on his, uh, all his rigging that he was using. So we got a cool question we're going to be firing out at you guys. So we'll be right back after this. Welcome to Minnow King. How can I help you? Everything looks good. I'm friggin' starving, man. Been spawning all morning. Ugh, TMI, bro. What do you want? I'll take a Crush City Freeloader and Gizzard Shad. Anything to drink? Water. Pull ahead, please. Welcome to Minnow King. We're going to have what he's had. Yeah, throw me in a net BLT, too. Pull ahead, please. 
calm down. Quit feeding him so much. Hey, man, I'm trying to, man. If, he, if, he if you him. overfeed him, he's going to hide under a log. An underwater viewing technology. Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. Aquaview. Seeing is believing. Why do you love catching fishing rods? I'm truly losing less fish. Is the sensitivity of the rod. That's are made right here in North Carolina in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod, 100% made here in Sanford, North Carolina. From the drop shot rod to the flipping stick, every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out doing a tournament. Durability in the John Cruz Worming Series, the counterbalancing in the handle. It's the only rod I found that can withstand my hook set. Boom goes the dynamite. On the water, not spent fishing is a moment wasted. That's why Minkota and Humminbird have joined forces to bring you the One Boat Network. Products that communicate and integrate to help you take full command of your boat. Born from our commitment to making the most advanced fishing gear even better by making it work together. The One Boat Network will help you find, get to, stay on, and catch more fish. When One Boat Network products talk to each other, they can navigate your boat automatically. They can give you a crystal clear view of what's below with no messy wires. And they can let you lower, raise, and change shallow water anchor modes from anywhere on the boat. But that's just the beginning. We're never done innovating, integrating, and making your boat simpler and easier to control. All so you can make every second on the water count. Welcome back, guys. Is Jeremiah back with us? Say me? something, Jeremiah. Say, I am the Bass Open Champ, Lake Wachita. That's right, Open Champ, Lake Wachita. There it is. Yeah. We got him. There he is. I, I mean, I appreciate you taking the time hanging out with us. And uh, what is is this your construction business? You, you got a boss? Is he a cool boss? What's going on? Well, I would say my boss is, he's pretty cool. He's my dad. No, so I'm a sub yeah. <laughs> so I'm a subcontractor. I lay hardwood, and uh, he's had a flooring store for like maybe forty years or something here. Okay, well, well sells it. All right, if pops, uh, if it would help for me, a letter from the dean uh, to excuse you from work for a couple of weeks. You let me know. I'll be, be I'll great. be happy to do that for you. Greatly appreciated. <laughs> well man we greatly appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us uh it's it's really great to get to know you a little bit and uh excited uh that you got that classic uh, under your belt look forward to uh cheering for you next year down in texas i appreciate it so much it's just so humbling and just what an awesome awesome deal man it really was a lot of fun to watch thanks again we'll let you I know, I know your dad's pushing, you know, to get you back on the job. So uh, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks again, man. I really appreciate it, Jeremiah. And congratulations. Thank you all so much. You bet. You bet. Man, what a, what a cool awesome. deal. He's yeah. uh, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As that, you know, I, I, I see the John Cox in him. <laughs> yeah. You know, just dropping rods in the water, discontinued bait. <laughs> yeah. Just like, whatever. Well, 
<laughs> this is what we got to yeah, do. I got this kind. Let me throw that. See yeah. what happens. You know. By the way, we yeah. got to get we got to get John on the show. We yeah. do. I want to I want to talk to him, and I want to talk to some of the shallow water guys. Um, I just want to hear how they're how they're dealing with it mentally, with constantly having to go up against the that that pressure of the dominant you know forward facing sonar guys. Um, we're seeing some wins. Mm-hmm. We're seeing some wins in the early season up shallow. So let's see. Uh, I mean, John what Cox happened. John Cox came in twelfth last year in AOI, right? And, uh, and he was in what third until the New York. Yeah, season? I mean, he he pretty much did it his way the whole the whole yeah, way but, through. Uh, I think he's he's all in with forward facing now, though. Is I, he? I, I, I heard I heard he I heard he jumped on board this yeah, year. I know, I know year. Keith. I know Keith Carson is his running buddy. Did yeah, but. Uh, huh. I know he put it on the the last uh, event of the year, and I I think he's kept it on. I he's, thought he put it on at St. Clair. Maybe he, it was St. Clair on like the last day yeah, and caught yeah, a I, really big bag. It. I saw mm. a couple pictures and videos of his rig. It looks like he's got it set up now, but we'll see. All right, that's cool. You never know. That's He'll cool. probably fish and leave it off the whole time. You know what I mean? But we'll see. It is fun watching John Cox fish. It, it is. really. I mean, that. Yeah, I mean that guy throws a wacky rig on 10 pound line 10 pound or 10 pound fluoro and just doesn't matter what the what the habitat is between, he's getting them in uh, drag screaming dudley and john cox the amount of money won on a wacky rig worm is nope. unbelievable it is and john the fun about the thing about john is every fish he catches is like it's his first fish yep. yeah you know yeah he's like oh you know he's always surprised always happy i love i love watching him and uh man i'm blank on his name this is not steve kennedy that's yeah. it man when they catch a fish <laughs> it is they're not screaming oh don't come off they're just freaking laughing and yep. smiling it's awesome well did you did you ever get to look at steve kennedy's uh record setting stuff on the california yeah and clearly yeah and i watched i think the 06 uh that tournament i you gotta watch that that tournament again that 2006 on clear lake Bassmaster. He should have won that tournament. He'd lost he so lost many fish. giants. He was hooking them outside the mouth because yeah. in California, he was throwing a big swim bait. He had to drop a nine-pounder back a nine in. pounder back oh. in because it had a hook hanging out of the side of its mouth. Oh. Twice he had to do that with a five and a nine. Mm. Lost like a ten. Yep. And he's still happy as can be, man. Just there yep. we go. Yep. That's, uh, Here we go. that's something else. <laughs> well, um. Um, like I said, like and share the feed, guys. We're going to be giving away a, a prize um, right now. I think it's – is it time? Yeah, Are you I'm ready gonna, to put I'm the question in? I'm going to drop in on BassU.tv nice. and drop in the question, and uh, so be ready. Yeah, and while we're while we're queuing that up, guys, uh, head over to Cashin, uh, to the Cashin website, cashinrods.com. Really cool thing they're doing right now is uh, they're doing a limited release, limited run. Uh, they brought some of the Elite Series rods back. Uh, by popular demand um that's on top of all the other you know lines that they have between the elite series rods and the the icons and the crts and the kayak series everything else go over to check them out but if you like those old school elites like i did go grab yourself uh a few of those rods because they have them available uh right now they're pretty uh, sweet yeah i gotta check them out at the tennessee show and they're they're pretty pretty sweet route yep yep and uh and and another one man that i'm so excited about putting this thing 
back to work in the boat again. Like I'm, I'm kind of getting everything ready to go. Everything's still staged up in my bedroom because my boat's <laughs> been in the shop, but it's, it's everything's ready to go back in the boat in order, uh, as soon as it comes home tomorrow. And, uh, man, I pulled the, I was sorting through some stuff this weekend and I got my hands on that Aquaview, uh, camera, the five inch model, uh, super easy to use. Yeah. And, uh, man, so when small. we go up to, when we go up to Champlain and St. Lawrence, you know, just, having that as a tool in addition to everything else the sonar forward facing stuff uh it just really helps like you know you know if you you see fish that are set up and they're not biting well go ahead and just drop that that, that aqua view down on them and you might be surprised it might be walleye like yep. i experienced yep. last year so i can't wait to go to those to new york and mess around with that aqua view up there and get some cool footage yeah jocelyn how's your entry for the uh for the toyota series going Pete needs a co-angler link. <laughs> I need a co-angler link. You just got to throw a trap. <laughs> you know how to do it now. Yeah. Uh, if anybody's a co-angler fishing the Northeast Division Toyotas, send us a message. We need to get Pete linked up. So yeah. He's, yeah, he's all pumped yeah, up I'm and not, ready for I'm, this. I've been, I've been entered in the tournaments, but I'm not accepted yet. Yeah, because so he, he needs a, a link to guarantee a spot. I need a co-angler. It co seems like a lot of – there's not a lot of co-anglers fishing yeah. – yeah from that's all right we'll, we'll it should be we'll get Potomac. one well you know what it was amazing at gunnersville um by the way what an amazing win that yeah. just took place hayden. yeah hayden, hayden marbert shout out to hayden marbert we've had him on the show before it was it was tremendous 260 boat field mm -hmm. and he got the win on gunnersville congratulations man nice yeah. nicely done yeah it was awesome all right so the grand prize question I, I put in what was the bait that jeremiah lost during the tournament model size and color i i might need uh reinforcements uh, uh, and deciding uh, on who wins this one you need a ruling uh, coach came in quick with that but he didn't say the color he came in with the round bend number twos on the back oh mm. i mean rich uh, you can no, get the i factor. can't 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 do it without the without the color we need the color in there sorry coach we need the we need the we need the the brand, the model, and the color. Yep. Someone put it in there. Yeah. I I kind of feel like Coach is having like a sideline meltdown right now. Yeah. He's kicking dirt on the ump shoes. He's like, "This is <laughs> crap." Yeah, Josh. That, Josh was wondering if that uh, Toyota's out of Messina. It in fact is Messina. Messina. Well, Coach, you can probably still get this if you throw in the. Uh, I don't know who won. I I, I see. I see. Uh, no, I need to see the. It's it's still not still not confirmed. Do we got to like and share? I got it from. I, I I think it's got to go to James. James XR XR seventy five. That's the model. Uh, three quarter ounce Raven Red. All right, James. That's right. Yeah. Here we go. Joc. All right. Like and share with her. <laughs> Joc. <laughs> You've got the E. Um. Yes, we do. Jeffrey Young. Thank you, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Thanks for, for like commenting and tuning in. Yes, for liking and sharing the feed. Uh man, I'm really excited about this this tournament trail too, man. I'm I'm working on my tackle. I'm turning things over. I've got those wrap stack uh tackle systems. Man, if you haven't checked that out and you're a subscriber, get over to the VIP program, get signed up. These are some pretty awesome boxes. Um, I love how they're set up though. It's the one one buckle yep. which is really easy and convenient and i like the little separate you know it was one of my pet peeves over the years 
is when you get that line of little sep separators. Yeah, yeah, I hate having the cuddle. And you got to cut them things yeah. out, and they shoot across the room. And then my wife's yelling at me because there's little bits of plastic all got, over. Got ten water bottles behind <laughs> your shot on the show. <laughs> and my crack production team tells me after the show, you know. My favorite thing about those boxes, this is small, but this is helps me out in my ADHD. But it comes with those nice stickers that I can just put right on the front of the box. They fit perfectly. You can write what box it is instead of having the, you know, buy stuff. It comes with perfectly nice little ones and that little black Sharpie on there. Sweet. Dialed in. Yep. Let's go. They're sweet boxes. Check them out, guys. But I'm, I'm spending a lot of time getting that stuff together. Looking forward for us up here. We get time off in the winter. It's just constant tackle maintenance, which is a lot of anticipation for the spring weather. Jocelyn, mm -hmm. you too, right? You're working on yep. your deck. It's already done. It's all done. <laughs> Good. Good. Is there is there anything else? Yeah, we, we got like let's, uh, yeah, let's yeah. get some new releases. Rich, you want me to take it? You got it. I got it. Um, right. Yeah. So this week, uh, our releases on Bass UTV are uh john cruz old school baits that still work and this is an amazing uh seminar from johnny uh he's been with us for a long time i call him professor cruz because he's <laughs> just he's awesome at uh breaking things down and teaching and he's uh, been he, here since day one yeah, with Bashu. yeah he he goes over uh some of the some of the old school baits that you know people or anglers we may have forgotten about because they have you know uh been replaced by newer newer styles or things have just kind of changed over the years and uh john really does a great job at breaking down some of those old school baits that still put fish in the boat and uh you know the fact of the matter is they're not getting thrown as much anymore you know kind of like what we just saw on wachita with uh yeah. with, with jeremiah kindy winning on a trap that's not you, you don't see that very much but guess what those baits still catch fish um so definitely check that out with john cruz and then uh, this week, we also have a kayak release uh, coming out, and that is uh, Russ Snyder's, uh, we're the top five uh, most effective baits for river fishing out of a kayak. Um, so that's, uh, that's a really cool one for all you kayak guys out there. And then uh, in the on-water department, we got Josh Bertrand on water breaking down the new baits from Berkeley, the Credge and the Finisher. Uh, that is an on-water segment, uh, demonstration portion as well. So uh, definitely head over and check those out. And guys, stay tuned. We're going to keep pumping out and keep releasing uh, new content every single week for you. We just wrapped things up filming um, 48 seminars. I don't know if we've we've done a show since then, but yeah. uh, we shot 48 seminars uh, in the course of the last month and a half. So uh, everything's going through the production office right now hitting the waves headed for you. So uh, stay on the lookout. A lot of good stuff coming your way. Really innovative stuff. A lot of interesting things that we heard this year that are as fishing morphs and changes, and it always does. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate to be on the front lines to see it, see it when it goes down and really happy to be able to bring it to you guys. Uh, it's been great. You guys hanging out with us. We're going to be back. Well, we, I, I see a finger up over there and I'll get to you in a second, but we're going to be, I guess, I, you know, we'll be mobile. You guys are going to yeah. be in Texas. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll be able to go live. Yeah, we'll yep. be we'll we're be gonna live. Bring the, but we're going to bring the headsets down uh, for for Justin and I. We can get set up on the uh, from the Airbnb. 
down there on Toledo Bend and Lake Fork. I'll cool. make I'll make sure to have plenty of water bottles in my shot. Yeah. Uh, when when we call in, yeah. but uh, and whatever else I can manage. What do, what do you got, Justin? Uh, let's do our like or our sub of the week. Sub of the week. Sub of the uh, who's our sub of the here. week this week? Sub of the week. Here we go. This is Hanto Fox with a big and one. Man, you have seriously, yeah, that, that is beautiful. That's a beautiful fish, bass, a beautiful yeah, lake, is. and a beautiful yeah, right, dude. Are we AI checking for? Are we checking for AI on <laughs> these submittals, Justin? Yeah, I, I am. That's I am. too pretty back there. That looks know. awesome. Where is he at? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, so that's how you properly hold a fish. Yes. <laughs> that's one way, Joss. That's one way. Uh also I just want to give a, a shout out to to Jeffrey. He won the like and share uh thing today, but he's uh in the hospital waiting for surgery and he said mm. winning today's like and share made his day a lot better. So Aww. thanks for tuning in, Jeffrey, and glad you won, man. All the best. Yeah. yeah buddy. Best, hope man. for the best. I'm sure I hope everything goes well. I'm look, <clears throat> looking forward to hearing from you on the other side. Well, when you get through all that stuff yep. and thanks for watching and enjoy the prize. Glad to do it guys. Thanks for watching. We're going to be back next week with another episode of Bash You Live. Have a great day, everybody.